Good morning. Uh, just a reminder to everyone that this coming Wednesday is the beginning of Lent uh, with our Ash Wednesday service. And we will be offering an Ash Wednesday service at both 2 and 7 p.m. And also throughout the Lenten season, we'll be offering those midweek services also at 2 and 7 as well. Uh, also, we have in the back and on the side in the atrium the Lenten devotional booklets that we give out every uh, Lenten season. So feel free to grab one on your way out today. The Old Testament reading for this Transfiguration Sunday is from the 34th chapter of Exodus. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, as he came down from the mountain, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. Aaron and all the people of Israel saw Moses, and behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterward, all the people of Israel came near, and he commanded them all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. Whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would remove the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the people of Israel what he was commanded, the people of Israel would see the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face was shining. And Moses would put the veil over his face again until he went in to speak with him. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the third and fourth chapters of 2 Corinthians. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became radiant, intensely white, as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, 
and one for Moses and one for Elijah. For he did not know what to say, for they were terrified. And a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, he charged them to tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. This is the gospel of the Lord. Just before our gospel reading today, Jesus told Peter some hard news, bad news. Very soon, Jesus would be crucified, die on a cross, but then three days later, he would rise from the dead. This actually should have been good news for Peter to hear. But Peter did not like it, not for a second. Peter didn't want Jesus to suffer. Peter didn't want Jesus to die. So Peter said to Jesus, never, Lord, I will never let this happen to you. And you may remember that's when Jesus called Peter Satan. And Jesus told Peter that he had everything backwards, that this was actually God's will. That was hard for Peter to hear. Hard to hear that he was wrong. Hard to hear Jesus would suffer. Hard to hear Jesus would be crucified and actually die. Jesus showed Peter something that was going to happen that Peter did not want to see. Not at all. So to help Peter out a bit, six days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, and Jesus showed them something else. Today we celebrate the transfiguration of Jesus. The transfiguration is one of those unique stories in the Bible. Jesus goes to a mountaintop. His clothes become dazzling white. Elijah and Moses appear. They speak with Jesus about what's going to happen to him in Jerusalem. And then God the Father comes in a cloud and he also speaks. And just as quickly as it all happened, it was over. God the Father was gone. Moses and Elijah disappeared. And Jesus' clothes were no longer dazzling white. And then Jesus takes them down the mountain and tells them not to mention any of this until after he suffers is crucified, dies, and rises again. For poor Peter, there he is, right back with that bad news that he didn't want to hear. On that mountaintop, though, Peter had a glimpse of what must have felt like heaven. And now Peter was back in this world where sometimes this world can feel more like hell than heaven. We can understand Peter. We can really understand what he was going through because we go through it too. Because just like Peter, we want this world to look differently than it does sometimes. Peter was tempted to go against what God wants. All temptation does this. Temptation has you go against what God wants in your life. And we are tempted of every hour of every day. 
Sometimes it feels like temptation is hitting us nonstop. And it would be great to have a break from it, wouldn't it? Just like Peter, we want this world to look differently. When it comes to our health, we all want to be healthy. We're not praying to be millionaires usually. We just want to be healthy. And yet so often, we face so much more than just aches and pains as we age. We face diseases that can rob our minds. We can struggle with injuries to our bodies that are the first thing we think about when we get up in the morning, the last thing we think about when we go to bed at night. Just like Peter, we want this world to look differently. And one of the ways we want this world to look differently is when it comes to death. None of us want to hear the people we love will die. And we can try and fight with all our strength and be bold like Peter and say to Jesus, never, Lord, this will never happen. But then it does. Death is horrible. As hard as we try, we can't stop death. Just like Peter, we want this world to look differently. And we can't always make it look differently. But thankfully, Jesus can. And today, Jesus did something very special for all of you. Just like Peter, Jesus gave you a glimpse to show you something that is very different from the world you see around you every day. The transfiguration is not just some unique story that only involves Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. The story involves you. This glimpse of heaven was not just done for Peter's sake. This glimpse of heaven was for your sake. And we need this glimpse into heaven so badly. We may not even realize how badly we need it. But we do. Just think about temptation. Every single day of our lives we're tempted. Tempted to go against God's word. We're Tempted like Adam and Eve to act like we are our own little gods every single day. Do you ever get tired of that? Ever get tired with what feels like a never-ending fight? I know I do. So today, Jesus gave you a glimpse, a peek into heaven where there is no more temptation. Jesus gave you a glimpse into a place where all of our desires will be wrapped up and fulfilled in Jesus one day. Jesus gave you a glimpse that can help encourage all of us to walk the straight and narrow path to eternal life and not take the broad road that always leads to death. And we need that glimpse. We need the transfiguration. It is a peek into what is to come. And that is so helpful for us as we live our lives right now. Because for many of us, diseases and injuries are with us constantly. 
For some of us, a disease can actually rob us of who we are. At least it can try. So cancer will try and define you by having you say, I am a cancer patient. And you are. But aren't you more than that in Christ? Some of us wrestle with addiction. And addiction can try and rob who you are so that all you're left with is your pain as you confess, I am an addict. And you may be, that is true. But aren't you also so much more in Christ? Some pains in our bodies can overtake our very minds so that all we think about is that pain. But you are more than the pains you go through in life. So much more. You're a baptized child of God. A child with a future free from all illness and free from all disease. And to prove that, just look at the transfiguration. Was Moses limping around when he met Jesus? No, he was standing tall and speaking with Jesus. And so will you. Was Elijah talking to Jesus with a chemo bag attached to him with an IV drip? Of course not. Elijah was healthy, breathing, talking, living with Jesus. And so will you. We really need today, we need the transfiguration so much because our lives in this world can be very hard sometimes. And sometimes it looks like our, eye, our lives will just end. Just look at a funeral. There's no sadder place to be in the world than the funeral of an unbeliever. I think that's the saddest place on earth. Because in life, that person refused to be comforted by the resurrection. They refused to believe that what Jesus did in his resurrection from the dead was also done for them. So they died with no hope, and their families have no hope. And even we who are Christians, we can feel like grief sometimes is overwhelming us when we lose someone we love. Because we can actually ache. We miss them so much. Yet at the same time, as Christians, all of our sadness is mixed together with hope. Because of our hope in the resurrection from the dead, which Jesus has given to us and proven to us. And today, all of you were given a glimpse of that resurrection in the transfiguration. Today you were given a wonderful glimpse. Moses was not dead. He was alive and talking with Jesus. Elijah was not dead. He was very much alive and talking to Jesus. Today God has given you a glimpse, proving to you that just as they live, so will you. The transfiguration did not last very long. It may have only lasted a couple of minutes. But still, you've had that glimpse. You've seen in this story heaven itself being cracked open just a little bit. So you get a peek of what your future will be like. I hope that helps you. 
I hope this peak that we had today will comfort you. I hope this glimpse into eternal life gives you courage to live a Christian life no matter what flies in your face so that we may also one day die a Christian death also in the faith. On the day Jesus returns, that glimpse into heaven won't be so short. On that day Jesus returns, your glimpse into heaven will be pried wide open as Jesus welcomes you to live with him, not just for a few minutes, but for eternity. It's amazing what just a glimpse can do for us. It gives us hope for what is still to come. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.